Hey everybody and welcome back to this week's episode of Twist Turns and One Liners. This week we watched The Social Network came out in 2010. Um basically a I mean it says biographical drama film, but in summary it's about like the rise of the company Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg's creation of it. Um a lot of big names which I love to see. Mm-hmm. Um I just want to start off by saying that <laughs> I thought it was Michael Sarah playing Mark Zuckerberg. Nope. And I actually had a conversation with my friend like a few months ago talking about this movie. And I remembered as I was thinking this that she said, no, this was the year that like Mark Zuckerberg, not Mark Zuckerberg, Jesse Eisenberg and like two other actors Michael Sarah, I think, being one of them, all looked very similar. And so they were, like, commonly mistaken for each other. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, scrawnier dudes, curly hair. Yeah, and, like, just the face, facial features. But anyway, I just thought that was funny. I was going to say that right away. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I think for me, for me just in general... This movie's pretty pretty good. Yeah, I really liked it. I would say I would say just like any movie set up this way, it kind of has the potential to trap you into a into you, you know, you can't really be sure what was spot on and what was a little off. Yeah. And I think I did a, a little bit of reading afterwards just to see kind of where the where the flaws were and weren't, I suppose. Yeah. And um, in terms of this one, like, I think the consensus was there there were things that were chosen to be focused on that were kind of weird that they focused on because they were a much smaller deal in real life, whereas there is more important stuff going on that they didn't focus on at all. Yeah. So, like, taking it as as a means to learn about how everything went down not a not great, but in terms of just the movie itself, like ignore for a second that face like Facebook's a thing, like just this as a movie about the up of of about an upcoming you know yeah tech a social thing. network yeah I think it's um it was, super entertaining yeah and it was it's, still really good and it's funny it's funny too that we're coming uh coming into this off of Oppenheimer because I had already seen this but I and but for some reason like its structure completely kind of left my mind. But coming off of Oppenheimer, the the two movies are structured almost the same. Oh, how they cut back and forth with the timelines, right? And it's like they're in kind of like this this uh, deposition. It's not in a deposition. Uh, yes. This like I know back exactly and forth. What you're you know, saying. they're they're basically back and forth being yeah. accused of things throughout, and then cutting back to them telling the story about right. how it went. Right. I I saw that happen like the first time, and I was like, oh. Like, cause we talked about it last time. I was like, oh, I know what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Like they're cutting back and forth. Yeah, I agree. Like it honestly, cause it doesn't really go into like, this could have been any, you could replace this story with like any invention, if you will. Like a lot of them, you yeah. know, like it did Facebook trying to find the right words. Sorry. Um, like, it was, yes, unique to Facebook in, like, the content of, like, what they were making 
and specific aspects of it. But really, I feel like the general story is about like someone coming up with, or in this case, slightly stealing an idea, and then just like the cutthroat nature of business. Right. And everyone just after the money. <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's kind of funny because just the, I mean, the thing that causes all the drama, uh, at least for sure in regards to the movie in real life, I don't know exactly if, how it did or didn't happen, but, you know, the idea of discussing an idea with someone and then them taking a version of that and then making their own thing separately, you know, the whole... At least in the, from the in the scope of the movie, the thing the Winklevoss twins and the one dude had pre- pre- presented to him an idea. Yeah, I don't remember what his name is. And um, Max, no Divya, Divya, yeah. So him, those guys. Um, it's it's one of those things where like, oh, like. You you can you take an idea like that. It's like oh that's a good idea, but it's like missing things that I could add, and then he or whatever change or he's seeing it differently or whatever it might be. And again, I'll, not even necessarily in the context of this in, of this uh, movie, but I think with when things like this happen, it kind of puts companies on higher alert when it comes to their new ideas and like mm-hmm. and wanting to protect their IP. To a point where I think it hurts industries as a whole, because people are so protective of their ideas that it really, like, can, can stifle innovation elsewhere. And I'm thinking of something very specific right now, um, and you you won't know exactly what I'm talking about, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Okay. There's There are these video games that came out, there are Lord of the Rings video games that's irrelevant to the to the story, but they, they're the uh, shadow of Mordor and shadow of war for anybody familiar. And in them, there's this game like mechanic, this game system where like, there's, there's like a tree of, of like the bad guys where the leadership, like a leadership tree for the bad guys. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have your low, low hanging, like henchmen up to like the mastermind type deal. Mm Mm-hmm. And throughout the course of the game, you your interactions with them influence where they end up on the hierarchy, and the hierarchy moves around, and it makes for really interesting, interesting gameplay because things change over time, mm-hmm. and two different playthroughs might be different depending on what happens in those interactions. Yeah, they they like I don't know if they patent I think they patented the technology behind that system, so nobody can use it. Yeah. What? I'm sorry. I just had that. It was nothing you said. No, I, it was nothing you said. I just had that moment. Sometimes it'll happen to me where I think it's something funny. Mm-hmm. And I thought of something funny. You said, not even on the podcast. <laughs> and I just, sorry. I'm no, so sorry. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so everyone's talking about how awesome and cool the idea is. But because they patented it and no one else can use it in any shape, way, or form. Like basically... It's one of those things where people don't want to try to make a version of it because as soon as you, as soon as they find just the littlest detail that they can attach to their patent, they're going to want to take it, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like... You know what? Sorry. I just want to add. Mm-hmm. I didn't like... I should have had to take like no legal studies classes, right? Like I didn't... 
in college. Like mm-hmm. I never needed any of that. For my job, I had to do these things where I would edit like video captions mm-hmm. and it would be video captions for classes, sometimes about law. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was about engineering and like the law associated with engineering. And they, I watched so many freaking videos on stupid fucking patents. <laughs> and I remember like them saying like any little, I remember them saying what you're just saying. Like they were saying like every little, I was being forced to learn. Like every detail <laughs> is there for a specific reason. Yeah. And like they want to include as much as they can so that you can't right. take a piece of it and to an extent it makes sense because you don't want people you you don't want it like that's okay so there's two schools of thought and i believe in both of them to a certain degree but you don't there has to be some protection of intellectual property otherwise there's nothing like there won't be value in anything because anybody could make it but at the same time open source is amazing you know everybody feeds into this like idea and is able to contribute and make something great usually yeah. open usually open source means free and free means you know obviously nobody's making money on it but at any rate like it's just one of those things where like oh this is a really cool and in, in terms of the game again it's a really cool system that people could really expand on in different apps different settings different game kinds different whatever yeah but because it's patented nobody wants to try nobody wants to try to mess with it because it's one of those things where it's like oh like just again if you just if you set one thing up just like a little bit wrong that goes against this patent, mm-hmm. they'll sweat, swoop in. Yeah. And it's kind of, that's kind of what the, the Harvard guy, the other Harvard guys were talking about with this mm-hmm. was they were saying, you know, he like, he may not have used our code, but like everything that we set every, like basically took every of our bit, one of our ideas and yeah. incorporated it into his own thing. Yeah. That's why they were pissed. Which I, I see where they were coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm I'm glad that they framed those the the those three group of three guys. I'm glad they framed it as like they had a legitimate reason for being frustrated, other than they were just like money hungry, you know. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I think Mark Zuckerberg said this at one point, but he said something to them like. I didn't use any of like your ideas your like well I didn't he use said, your code and like it's not you didn't really have like an original idea because like MySpace mm-hmm. already had this pre-existing idea like I just took what you had like he basically insulted them saying like that their ideas were not like special do you remember mm-hmm. what I'm talking about yeah, yeah. and he was like like anyone could have came up with this so like you don't get to take the credit because you did the bare minimum or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it, which true Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still like it. Why they were, uh, offended. I also real quick, um, army hammer who like, I, I don't really know much about him. Um, mm-hmm. I know he was in uh gossip girl. <laughs> So that's actually when I saw him. I was like, oh, where have I seen that guy? And then I found him and I Googled him and that was a mistake. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, not some, some pleasant things came up. Yeah, there's some controversy around him in the last year. But uh, I was immediately like, oh, is he a twin? No. yeah. But they, they did a pretty good job of him yeah. playing twins. Like unless I didn't notice any errors. Yeah, unless you're looking, unless you are aware ahead of time and are looking at it or looking for it, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see, like, obviously they always have like a double 
like when it's one of them's talking and the other one's standing there, like obviously that's a double mm-hmm. that they're looking at. And like if you pick apart that, sure. Yeah, you there's could like this. It, this was one of those like early, early like effective uses of digital replacement on their face. Mm. Um, sometimes more effective than others, but like it's it was one of those things where like they they again I think it's twenty you said twenty ten they did a pretty decent job mm-hmm. of doing face replacement on the double right right um yeah I was trying to think of okay so do we get into like yeah the plot so we we start off with um Mark on a date with mm-hmm. is it Erica. I feel like that was her name. And uh you I feel like right away like you're introduced to the fact that like dating him is like dating a textbook. Mm-hmm. Like he was just picking apart everything she was saying and it was like Jesus like give it a rest. Right. And yeah, I think it was one of those well for sure too. It was clear that through the whole time through their interactions and through what, like her bringing up their previous experiences too, that he felt he was better than everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I feel like it showed that like he had a pretty poor social skill mm-hmm. ability, which to my knowledge is like pretty reflective of how Mark Zuckerberg is in real life. Like he's, I feel like people have always said that he's kind of awkward, mm-hmm. which I feel like super intelligent and like brilliant people tend to be because you're so focused on whatever engrossed on whatever you're studying and are you working on you don't got time to converse Mm -hmm. right (laughs) so and also the stuff he was saying it it's not like it was stupid it was just not something that you would say in a normal social well, setting yeah. I, with your date right especially oh i mean and that's like i'm goes without saying but like the it's the straight up insults like that. well yeah I, like on top of that he yeah, was insulting yeah. her and then uh, you he probably could have found someone who would match that intellectual energy yeah. well, I, <laughs> I think, just think it's not a common <laughs> i think um that was one of the things that doesn't quite line up with the movie is that he was with his now wife, like, for a big portion of the founding of Facebook. Oh. And obviously... I didn't even know she, he was married. Yeah, and she wasn't a part of the... The film? Part of the shebang, yeah. Okay, I see that. Yeah, um... So... You know, then it... I feel like the most confusing scene of the movie to me was in that first 10 minutes when he comes back from the date and he's really like pissed off and he makes like the hot or not thing basically. Yeah. Well he does that, but he simultaneously is writing blog posts to zuck on it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which was pretty clever. Um, I was so confused what he was doing for a while until someone finally mentioned his like, blog and i was like oh he's blogging yeah he was right he was writing that website at the same time he was yeah blogging. he was yeah. cutting back that and forth thing, yeah. and it makes sense it was supposed to i mean showing his you know intellectual ability and mm-hmm. whatever but i was confused watching it about what was happening 
and didn't he was drinking a beer too so he was literally you're right feeling the alcohol um but yeah he made that like hot or not basically tinder <laughs> yeah yeah basically <laughs> um and that's how the Winklevoss twins hear about him because they're mm-hmm. like did you hear this kid made it like did this crazy thing and obviously it's from like a university standpoint it was like a cause for alarm but i love how there were people which i'm sure this happens a lot of the time like someone who does something that is frowned upon but it shows their capability like that happens a lot i'm just thinking of like someone who's a hacker it's like yeah there's oh, well, we don't you don't there's ethical there's ethical hacking for sure. Yeah. And like a lot of, like, I can't say a lot of time. I don't know for sure if it's a lot of the time, but I would imagine, I know for sure it happens where companies will hire known hackers. I was just going to say that. To like that happens. Work for them. I've seen that happen in shows. I didn't know that happened in real life. Yeah. It's, in this case, it wasn't particularly, it wasn't ethical because he was doing it without permission, right? Right. He was using their servers to host this site. And Did you like his comment where he was like, I pointed out some gaping holes in your security you should be, system. You should be thanking me or congratulating me or something. And yeah. Like, what? And then the person who like does the security is it's like, like it's excuse me, sir. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good though. Cause he, I mean, there's just watching the intellectual takedown with no emotion on his face. Mm. So epic. <laughs> like if I had any talent at all, I would do that, but I can't, I don't. But I just, that's honestly, like, I remember the beginning of the movie very well, so I just wanted to go through mm-hmm. that. But honestly, like, after that, I don't remember, like, in detail as much, other than, you know, like, Winklevoss twins and the right. other yeah, guy come to him, and they're like, we got this idea for the Harvard Connection. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's, you know, he he meets with them, they invite him into, like, the entryway of this, like how like frat house basically yeah and you, he's just like amazed well he's <laughs> he's more like it's more that he's well he ends up using that against him later he's pissed because like the idea is like outsiders aren't allowed but they let him into the bike room and like they later say like we let you come into our place he goes yeah you let me come into the bike room yeah because like i didn't know that it wasn't like encouraged or allowed to have guests at like the sorority or fraternity house like if you're not having a party like my friend is in a sorority and i went to visit her and i asked her like hey can i see the sorority house like i'm curious what they look like and she was like oh i have to get permission like from the president and i was like Mm -hmm. why i was like i just want to see it like we don't have to go into people's bedrooms i just want to see like the kitchen and the living room Mm -hmm. she's like no like they don't like when people do that i was like oh what they what they got going on in there (laughs) But exclusivity. Yeah. I mean, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> exclusivity? Yeah, no, I just mean like in that context where it's like, like, it, does it really tarnish the idea of their brotherhood or sisterhood? No. If somebody comes into their house, <laughs> like, are you kidding it me? It doesn't. What, what are we bursting the bubble of? Right. Oh, that you, like, it's, it's just a house. Right, <laughs> right. And, and it's they, most likely a shitty house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This was actually pretty nice, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They want you to pay for it I before guess. you see it. I guess. 
But uh, anyway, while he's like, you know, he's getting this idea together, he's working on it to get it up and running. Or, I mean, they do eventually get it up and running, and still he's obviously doing other stuff. But I think the idea is like he's so laser focused on this, but then we see that his, you know, his main partner, uh, um, um, Eduardo, Eduardo, you know, the guy who's basically fronting the money for everything. Yeah. Um, you know, he's trying to get into his like group. Right. And then, um, like, you know, they're, he's there, they go to that like party and they're trying to like, you know, like trying to like get girls. They're trying to do all this other stuff while he's like laser focused on this other thing. Yeah. So like it becomes one of those things where he, since he's working on it basically all the time, he's making these decisions that they don't really know about because they're not paying super close attention. Right. And that obviously later when things are blowing up and getting bigger, that ends up biting people in the ass. But yeah, um, basically, I think the whole point of that front part of the movie before up until the point they go live, right, and people start getting pissed, it's just I think the whole point is just to kind of get get into everybody else's headspace on where they're at with what's going on to kind of set up for how how big of a deal, how much bigger of a deal it is that he fucks everybody over in the end. Yeah. Because, like, I, it's, I don't it's clear... understand why he didn't just tell them no. Well, I think the idea is he wants everybody to think that they're getting what they want and that, that what they, like... But he didn't hide it well. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where he was able to work fast enough to where it didn't matter. So people would check with him on things like, hey, is this good? Like, Eduardo would check on and say, hey, how's this? Blah, 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 blah. He goes, yeah, we're good. He goes, okay, yeah. we're going to do this. And he goes, yeah, we're going to do this or whatever it is. And they do it. But then eventually it's like, yeah, we, yeah, I did that. But then I did this, like, which was counter to whatever the first thing was. And he does that to everybody at least once along the way. Yeah, but I, I still, that still doesn't answer my well, question the thing of like, with the Winklevoss, like yeah like why well, did he say yes i was gonna do your code just say no and then take the idea anyway no because <laughs> by saying yes and not doing it he's preventing them from doing it oh that was the whole that was their whole argument was like he beat us to it by like you know what was it 72 hours or something mm-hmm. however many hours it was he beat us to it by this many days and we're we're fucked now oh. whatever we put out now is just a copycat yeah so that was the whole point was like he was he was halting their progress i see so he could get ahead god why can't i come to these conclusions while i'm watching the movie i don't know i really <laughs> i mean because like not to call me stupid no i don't want to i i'm i'm not trying to do that but there there's a part where they say like oh i missed it where the winklevoss twins when they're there ah, and the dude are having a conversation they're like he he knew if he got it out blah 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 okay. we're behind yada 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 Shit, dog. I think that was in the same conversation. No, no, no. That was later. I think that was like just before the. I think that was just before the rowing competition. I think it was after they. <laughs> I think it was after they had the conversation with like the, the like, head of the school. Yeah, the the crew or rowing crew team or whatever they were on. Uh was making me laugh so hard because uh, my roommate who I was watching the movie with was saying, she was like, oh yeah, like that's a big thing over there. Like it's, it takes a lot to like get on that team. 
Mm-hmm. And especially in like exclusive schools like that. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. Cause like growing here in our state, like no one gives a fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those. Um... And they're also in their, in their pool, their little like fake rowing station. Yeah. Well, you got to train somehow. <laughs> I know. Creative, but it's just funny. I didn't think they'd do that. Yeah. But I guess like. Well, you at can't the always end too, go on the lake. At the end, too, it says that they rode in the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They had to throw them that bone. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was somewhere just before then when they had that conversation, I think. Yeah. And then okay. it was, and then it was after the rowing, or it was during, it was right after the rowing, uh, competition. And that's when they decide to, like, get a hold, get a hold of lawyers finally. Right. And, uh, I didn't have when we started to, before we started the podcast. You said you brought up the quotes and my favorite quotes from that part. So we'll come back to that. Oh, but now you got it. Yeah, okay. I, rem- I remembered a spot. Okay. So, yeah, I mean the there was kind. I mean, there was two lawsuits going because one is from the Winklevoss and the, the other, other guy, and then Eduardo had his own separate lawsuit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, Eduardo's situation, like, really hurt, hurt, like, hurt worse, I feel like, because they were friends, obviously, and... He literally financed the entire thing from the start. Right, and I feel like the the plot made, the way this story was told made me feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is how I interpreted it, was that, like, Justin Timberlake's character, he, like, manipulated... Mark into kind of ousting Eduardo. Yeah, I think that's that's what they were trying to convey. Yeah, it was that he was distracting Mark with like all the the flashiness of getting rich off of yeah whatever yeah, and then Mark got Mark got fucked. <laughs> he yeah. got he got or sorry not Mark Eduardo, Eduardo got screwed out screwed out of his deal. Um. Can we talk about, though, so Brenda Song, who mm-hmm. played, you know, like, Eduardo's love interest, um, the scene where, I think he's supposed to be in New York, um, and, he, uh, well, he comes to visit California, it was like the summer when Mark is working on Facebook in California and Eduardo's in New York, doing... He was supposed to be doing an internship. But it didn't work out. So then what was he doing? Nothing? Well, I think that was the whole thing was he, I, th- I thought he uh, he dropped out of the internship. On the first day, he said. Yeah, and he wasn't there for very long, I thought was the whole thing. Wasn't where? Well, it wasn't in New York for very long. Yeah, but, but they were they were saying they were They were theorizing that he was going to look for, look for... Uh, advertisers like ad- like trying to put feelers out for advertisers oh yeah so they thought he was doing stuff for facebook just in new york right and i think he was as he was trying to build connections yeah i think okay. that was the whole thing so when he's in new york doing that and he he goes to visit california and he's telling mark about how um the girlfriend is crazy mm-hmm. and then he goes back He's like in his apartment and she sets his shit on fire. Mm-hmm. And then he he leaves or she leaves and then all of a sudden she's like, Eduardo? And like, do you know do you remember the moment I'm talking about where like you think she's left and then he's like on the phone and all of a sudden she just 
<laughs> she's just there in the dark, like, and says something. That made me laugh so hard that I actually re- rewound mm-hmm. it. And then my roommate was like, why are you rewinding it? That was scary. <laughs> but it was really funny. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're crazy. I'm breaking up with you. But he was just having this, like, sad experience while Mark was living it up with Justin Timberlake's character in right. California. On Eduardo's dime, too. Because yeah. that's when he, like, he, didn't he, like, invest another... Ten like thirty or forty thousand dollars. Which Oh wait, did they talk about that? They did. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. I don't recall specifics, but. Yeah. Um. Yeah, basically, from when they meet JT, it's basically that's that's the you know the beginning of the end, right? Beginning like that's the that's where everything turns down right yeah i mean he he's a little honestly he did a great job portraying that character he was you know just a little scumbag mm-hmm. um trying to remember what oh the party that eat jt throws mm-hmm um, and then the cops bust it. Mm-hmm. Why was that a problem? Well, the kids weren't 21. And yeah, but why was that a problem for drugs? Mark? Because he's just associated with Facebook? Yeah, yeah. And okay. Yeah, I think so. And plus, like, yeah, yeah. Basically, having Sean Parker in the, you know, in their atmosphere was, or like, in proximity to them was potential for... Yeah, but then he was like, if this comes out, like, this is going to be everywhere and it's going to, like, tarnish our brand, if you will. Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like watching this movie at this point in time is interesting because two things. One, Mark, I didn't really know much about Mark Zuckerberg, but in, was it last year? where there was all those congressional trials discussing about how Facebook has infiltrated the privacy of Americans. Do you remember what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? So now I feel like it makes me look back on this movie differently. Not like the, the way the movie's done Mm -hmm. Facebook in particular. And I got curious, you know, how does Mark Zuckerberg feel about this movie? And I read a thing saying that he did watch it and he didn't feel like it was entirely accurate, which I'm sure like no matter Mm -hmm. what he was going to say that. But then I read a thing that (laughs) there was like a suggested Google question and it was like, I was going to search like, is Mark Zuckerberg actually like how he is portrayed in Mm -hmm. the social network? And the suggested search was, is um, Mark Zuckerberg as douchey as mm-hmm. he seems in the social network? And then the answer was no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's interesting to see how this was created. Like, you know, the part where Mark's friend comes up to him and he's like, hey, do you know if that girl in your class is single? And he's like, there's no way to tell if someone's single. And then he gets the idea to put that on the Facebook Mm -hmm. profile. And it's like, 
it's crazy to think like how this stuff like came to be and then how it has evolved in the last 20 how long has facebook been i think it's in 2007 or something (laughs) um early 2000s yeah okay so 15 20 years it's been around which is really not that long and how much it's all these things that have come out about facebook how yeah like is stealing people's privacy. I don't know if you've ever heard the conspiracy theory that Facebook listens to you. Like there was a people like a couple years ago who did an experiment where they only, they left their Facebook app open and kept talking about cat food. And then an advertisement for cat food popped up like two days later. And like, that's a thing is like, if they hear you talking about something, they'll put it in their ads. I feel like when that came out, when I was in high school, five years ago or whatever it was like so crazy that that was happening and now i feel like it's just a known thing that that's happening and no one even cares i think i think think like without knowing anything about that like even it even beyond that it's regardless of whether or not it's list like actively listening to you for sure like any photo like you know people still do people share photos on facebook all the time Mm -hmm. like Facebook knows who's in the photos, especially if they, especially if they have a Facebook account. Yeah. They know who is in the photos without anyone, without needing to tag them. They know, like, if, if it's not of a person, they know that it's a picture of a dog. They know yeah. that it's a picture of a cat. Sure. And they can use all those analytics for, for targeted ads. Yeah. Uh, same thing with, like, like, browser history, like, cookies and stuff, like, within your browser like has access to certain stuff. So like if you went on Amazon and looked up a I don't know, looked up a guitar stand, you're going to see right guitar stuff right. in your ads. Do you think they What is the reasoning behind them calling it cookies? I think that was deceptive sure. in nature. No. No, I mean <laughs> that's just like the broad general term. It's just kind of like I'm not entirely sure I'm not entirely sure why, but I don't think it's why are cookies called cookies? <laughs> no, I just was thinking about that, and I'm like, is it supposed to confuse people? The term cookie was derived from an earlier programming term, magic cookie, which was a packet of data programs that kept data unchanged, even after being sent and received several times. Session cookies are also known as transient cookies or per-session cookies. So that just looks like what they decided to call them, I guess. Okay. Anyway... Yeah, I mean, I I get it now. Like, they all share your phone. All the apps, like, are sharing Mm -hmm. information with each other. Mm -hmm. I get it. Targeted ads, marketing, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's crazy how powerful that's gotten, that that's normal. Well, I think what happened was... Because they can use the mark... Sorry. They can use the marketing, and we're just trying to give you the things best suited to you Mm -hmm. as kind of a umbrella excuse to slowly invade your privacy a little bit more each time well they don't even yeah i mean for sure it it keeps track of your like your buying habits your browsing habits and all that stuff but even before even before they started doing that like out in the open Mm -hmm. they didn't they didn't need to do it they didn't need to do it um necessarily 
I'm air quoting covertly, like people were willingly giving information. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, early days of Facebook, even I would say the first half of Facebook existence up to this point, people just would willingly put everything there. Yeah. You know, your, your, you know, obviously your name, your date of birth, your, um, like weird like relationship status, yeah. your, like uh, status updates, you know, what you were doing, where you were, where you were doing it. Yeah. So like they, you were, people were willingly putting that information in. Now they can get it. They can brush it from things without being right. Specific. Well, and I don't think it had the intention to be bad originally. I I, don't, I wouldn't but say it, it's it. It feels like it was trickery. You know, like you're trying to make it seem like people put it in voluntarily, and they did, but it ended up being used for this alternate purpose, which is just kind of icky. Yeah, I would say icky is. I think icky is the better word than bad. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's bad. It's just kind of eh. yeah. I, I don't think it's like I. I see the rationale behind it. I'm not dumb, but right. like the problem. Yeah. <laughs> the problem with it all. I think the big the the biggest problem with that kind of stuff. It, it's these the two things I'm going to say go hand in hand. Um. So first, everything happened so fast and so quick. Nobody realized exactly what was happening. Mm-hmm. And what's happening is. It's not like I wouldn't even like targeted ads, stuff like that. I don't think is inherently bad in any way. Cause in like, if you think about it, it really is like, although it's kind of weird and kind of annoying sometimes, it's helpful. It, it, it can be helpful. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know sometimes when I get a targeted ad, I'm like, how did they know? <laughs> the, the problem is the advertisers that are paying for that information they're paying for your information, for my information, but we don't see any of the the money. The money, yeah, and the fact that they, yeah, that's so true. That's the fact the, that they can the just problem. buy it and is, it's like, yeah, they're can... they're selling our information. Yes, in some instances we gave it to them willingly. In other instances, they were able to brush it off other stuff, yeah. which is where it gets ick. But the fact that they're able to make so much money off our information, it kind of yeah, goes. That's the tea. It kind of mm-hmm. goes back to it. It kind of goes back to the whole uh, copyright patenting and all that stuff. Like, you know, take what everybody knows knows now. And fill everybody, like, go back in time and fill everybody in before it happens. Right. They're going to make sure that, you know, they're getting a piece of it before it happens. Yeah. But now it's, like, they already have it all. There's no taking it back. Yeah. Like, we can go back, we can go back, you know, what, we can go back 10 years plus and they're already making money off our stuff, right? There was no way, people didn't realize how much money, how much our data was worth. Yeah. So that's why people didn't care that it was out there. My grandma, who didn't really get into the internet until like five years ago, probably, um, I was explaining to her once, I was like, yeah, like you are on the internet. Like I can Google your first and your last name. I can Google your address or like if I know you're, where you're from, the city you live in, or if I know a past relative of yours, or if I know your phone number, I just need one piece and I'll be able to find it all. And I was explaining this to her and I was using white pages as an example. Mm-hmm. And I Googled just her name and then I did like the town that she lives in and her address came up, her relatives, how old she is, whatever. And she was like, 
what? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I didn't consent to putting that information online. And I was like, I mean, none of us did, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's there. I mean, and then also we got on the subject of Google Maps mm-hmm. and she was very upset because she didn't consent to her house being yeah. photographed, which that I want, I can almost understand a little bit more. And I mean, it's, yes, no. it's in a grand scheme of things, it's harmless because everybody's house is on Google Maps. It's not like right. you're the only one. Yeah. So, but I, I see that a little bit more because, like, what if you're in that picture and you don't know it? Yeah, that's <laughs> well. If you if you're on if you go on Google Maps and there's people in the photos, they blur out the faces, like faces and stuff right. are blurred out. So, like, but it's, it's still not, like it's was not, taken of you, right? But it's not against the law for somebody to stand out on the street and then take a picture, right? And just you know? have other people be in it. Well, like, even if, regardless if they're in it or not, like, if I'm standing on the street and I take a photo and your house is in that photo, like, that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. I think the difference is it's not a globally accessed photo. Well, I mean, you know what what, I, once you post it on Facebook, it is. I mean, it could but it doesn't, be. It doesn't, yeah, it could be, too. Like, if I, like, if I go, if I go, like, a, a block over and I take a photo of a house and sell it to a stock photography website, there it goes. Go, like, I'm making money. It's global I, access. I get that it's not illegal, but when you think about it, it's kind of crazy. I would, I would say it's, it can be, but at the same time, like people's names and addresses, I'm pretty sure are part of public record. You know, when the phone book, every new phone book came out, yeah. your name, your phone I number, know. your think, address were in the phone book. I think to her... A physical phone book is less scary than the internet. Which is funny because they would send them out to everybody. Right. But I think <laughs> like in her brain, it's like someone in Japan couldn't look her up because they wouldn't have the phone book from her area. Yeah, but like, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then even, even on that side of the coin, right? Like who cares? They're in Japan. I don't what know. <laughs> I don't know why she cares, but I'm just, I'm just trying to see yeah, where yeah. she's coming from. But yes, yeah. I agree. Like it, it almost... It's horrible, but there's a comfort knowing that, like, other people's information is also being shared because it's like, oh, I'm not the only one. So, like, <laughs> they couldn't possibly be searching through mine. I, I basically heard on a podcast the other day where they were talking about how. How did we how did we get to this point with, like, AI and like it, it basically they were breaking down how technology has desensitized us to AI. So they broke down a lot of things like, I, I can't remember all of them, but like, for example, like Alexa, like mm-hmm. Amazon Alexa or like a Google Home. Mm-hmm. Putting those in your house, it's like, obviously it's not a real person talking to you. It's a robot, computer, whatever. But the crazy thing is like we think it's so helpful and useful to be like oh my god we can say alexa what's the weather and she'll Mm -hmm. tell us but he's like but that's slowly like if alexa has if alexa wants to hear how's the weather she has to be listening to everything right and they were like and it's a subtle way of like we don't know they could be like taking that information Mm -hmm. and storing it um and also just desensitizing us to having a computer to talk to us or do things for us mm-hmm. and so then obviously with like chat gpt that has been like a huge conversation about like ai and stuff and i think you know facebook i mean it's still a cool idea 
that he was able to come up with it. Mm-hmm. I I think there's no possible way that he could have predicted all of this stuff happening. And I don't like it when people phrase it as if he had this like devious attempt to like fuck us all and I think, ruin mental health and I all think this it's, stuff. It's one of those things where like you're you're moving so quickly you're not it's one of those you're not they they never stopped they uh they uh just because they could what okay i'm i can't talk right now for whatever reason it's one of those things where just because you can doesn't mean you should but they're moving so fast that that thought doesn't necessarily matter well and And here's where there's another comparison to oppenheimer like you know remember at the end of oppenheimer like he's like he has all these like moral guilt, moral mm-hmm. guilt, and he's kind of like, "Well, you didn't think about this like while you were creating the bomb, right?" And it's kind of like you could say that too, like well, you didn't think about how this could have a negative effect, and it's like, "Well, hindsight's twenty twenty, bitch!" Like, yeah, yeah. obviously, you can say that now. And I don't know if you've ever watched the documentary, "The Social Dilemma." Mm-hmm. You have, yeah. And how they talk about how the like button was supposed to be so harmless and like, right. oh, I like what you're posting. Huzzah, we're interacting. And then it turned out to be like, not getting a lot of likes became like a huge contributor to like depression. Mm-hmm. It's like crazy how that happens. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like, uh, it's one of those things. It's the, it's the, it's the idea that People being connected to everything 24-7 isn't how we're wired, right? It's not how we're built. Like, knowing, not not even necessarily, like, knowing what everybody's doing, everybody's talking about, everybody's seeing, like, all the time. Like, it's, having no breaks from that isn't normal. And this just makes me think about the other, like, the other day, Brittany was watching Kardashians. And, it, they, and they were talking about, I did watch as well, so I'll probably know what you're talking about. They were talking about how um, um, Kim and Courtney were fighting because they had gone over the foot. They they had watched the footage from the previous season, and they got pissed off at each other about things they were saying about each other. Because they watched the edits, and then it brings up the fight. So... The thing that I said, uh, Brittany and I were talking about was, that's not normal. Like, you're not, like, the, everybody has those conversations about everybody. Right, but no one and knows you're it's not, happening. Yeah, you're not, like, it's not normal for you to see right. every single conversation that somebody's having. And they say that. They say it's unnatural, which is why. Right, and and it's it's, it's kind of the same thing with, it's kind of the same thing with the current state of the internet. Is everybody, like, obviously there's benefits to certain things. News. Like th- anything that's going on in the news, it's good to be informed and updated on. Not necessarily everything ex politician says, everything ex person, like this person says, that person says. Like for everybody to know everything that everybody's saying doesn't do anybody any good. Right. Because if, like, just because somebody has an idea or a thought or they say something that doesn't jive with what you were thinking or what anybody was thinking, like it's so easy now for people to use that stuff. In ways that, are, again, it's not, it's just not natural to know what everybody, what everything somebody said. No. Like, and it's it doesn't, weird. like, yeah. Like, and I imagine, sorry, just to say one quick thing, mm-hmm. quick thing about the Kardashians. People always say like, oh, there's so drama 
And granted, they do voluntarily do the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're getting paid, but like they choose to do the show. Mm-hmm. So they are making money. But it is still like I always think, God, how would I be in that situation if could you imagine if me and my sisters had that where we were going back and dissecting everything mm-hmm. someone says? Oh my God. Yeah, the problem like, just like them. That's the that's yeah, that's where the problem is, right? That's like that's they're like a they're a good example where you can see a version of this unfolding in a slightly different context. But it's yeah. the same thing for a huge the amount of the number of people that are on like social media stuff 24/7 it's the same kind of thing well yeah and it it kind of slips over into a conversation of cancel culture where like youtubers or influencers everything they've ever said is recorded by the internet mm-hmm. and it's like people can't pull up a video of something i said that was i mean they maybe could but like soon you know, they'll be able to pull up podcasts she said she hated this movie Fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> I actually have had that worry, but anyway, <laughs> lower stakes. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, if you said something that was normalized in like 2006 when yeah. you were a YouTuber, that's not okay now. Right. That's why cancel culture sucks because it's pulling up things. It's like, well, that's not fair because you like pull right. up something you said that in 2006 that was stupid. I'm right. sure there is something, right. but you weren't on camera. And so that's why cancel culture is is stupid and i i'm always everyone i talk to about this agrees with me like they're like oh yeah like it's it's okay to say that things that were said then are not okay like that's good Mm -hmm. calling people in is what they say rather than out great Mm -hmm. i would love to hear an argument for people who are like against complete exile of a person who's done something wrong why how are they learning and like why do you think that's a good idea yeah it's i don't expect you to answer that question sorry no it's just one of the i just mean like or what i was gonna kind of go into with this is like the idea like you know obviously we've kind of migrated from what we're you know our original entry into this part of the conversation but i don't think there that's any reason to turn around now but um the idea like, you know, taking stuff, just taking stuff out of, again, out of the time, like having that record, mm-hmm. it's almost getting mad at somebody over stuff like that is obviously not good. But then at the same time, like the idea of getting rid of it is worse. Yeah. Because it's one of those things where any person with, you know, half a brain knows how that how times have changed yeah and that just because something was said or done here Mm -hmm. doesn't make it inherently bad Mm -hmm. right and just when you were bringing up the whole youtube thing this doesn't have anything to do with youtube but it sparked in my mind recently um uh disney was getting shit because uh they edited they censored lines in the French connection, which is like an old, an older movie from like probably the seventies or something. Okay. And there was a line in it where he says something and I'm trying to look it up right now. Supposedly it's a racial slur that he says. Okay. And they cut it out. They censored it out of the movie when they like re-released it recently. Okay. And everyone's like, what the, like, why, like, what are you doing? Like, Like, just, like, it's, 
how can you like it's not it's taking this thing that like everybody it's from this time everybody knows it's there and you're making changes to it because you're worried that it's going to offend somebody well it's like it's I, I, it's changed my the what I I my the it's changing the historical record air quote I'm air quote right yeah. but I I reckon that's slightly different if they're re-releasing it. Do you know what right, I mean? But if they like, but let's say, let's say, let's say, um, so Disney owns Fox now. They have for a little while now. Sure. Say they go through the entire back catalog of Fox and edit out anything potentially offensive from all of their movies. And then they put up the new versions on the streamers. Well, I are, do you mean like they they redid the French Connection? No, or do you no, mean no, like no. it the, was the original, the original film and the original, they just added it to Disney Plus or something? The original movie, yeah, they went in, okay, like dubbed over the audio, oh, okay, and then put it up on their whatever streamer it's on, okay. And that's the only that's the only way to access it Got because it. there's no like unless you own a physical copy of it, yeah. That's the only people version people see. Like, I'm pretty sure it was I, and I don't quote me on this, but it was one of those things where, like, again, if if they go, and I'm not saying they're going to, but if they went back in this whole catalog that they bought, they bought, right? They go in, say they make all these edits again to get rid of anything controversial, anything offensive, and then they put those up on their streamers, and there's nothing else but that version allowed. Like, say, like you're gonna buy the digital version on Amazon. Or like movies anywhere or something. Yeah. And you go on and you go to buy it and you get this version that's been edited. Mm-hmm. It's they're basically wiping it out because they're worried that somebody's going to be offended from something that Gene Hackman said in a movie in the 70s. Yeah. I feel like if this was like a scenario like The Little Mermaid, you know how they just redid that movie? Oh, yeah. It's not a remake. If it's, it was a remake, yeah. I would understand. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. If it's that, that does seem weird because if you're going to do that, then. You should do it for everything. Like, like if you're going to have a standard, you should do it for everything, but there's, it's simply impossible to do everything. So it does feel weird that they, like, specifically singled it out. I see, like, the intention behind it. Like, it's trying to, it's, it's taking it down because they don't want to say they're okay with this problematic language, but, like, Everyone knows that you're not okay with it, I guess. Yeah, but it's, it's maybe what, not everyone. I don't know. To me, too, it's kind of like a version of the. It's kind of a, a version of um, the Barbara Streisand effect. Streisand effect, you know? Are you familiar with this? No. Um. So, I don't know. I don't know when it happened, but there's this period of time where. Um, this photographer um, took a photo of Barbara Streisand's house and posted up with this. And, like I know, but I need to and posted it on the internet okay. onto some site that had you know hundreds of users, not thousands, not tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands, hundreds, <laughs> not okay. very many, you know, not not very much traffic. And don't quote me on those numbers. It's just I, you get the idea, but. She got pissed that this guy posted a photo of her house on the internet. And again, I don't think it wasn't meant to be like a doxing thing or anything. I think it was just like, check out that schoolhouse sort of a thing. Yeah. And so she took him to court. And when she took him to court, it goes public that she's suing some guy for posting a photo of her house online. Okay. When that happens, the traffic to that site. Oh, exploded. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Thousands and thousands of people go and see this photo. If she had just 
not given a shit and just let it be, nobody would have ever cared and went to that, like, th- would have known to go to that site to right. look for this photo. Right. But because she brought it up, it blew up. I see what you're saying. So with this, yeah. had they just not done anything about it, right? I don't think they're not going to have a bunch of people going and watching this movie and be like, oh my God, I can't believe Disney owns this movie now. What the hell? But because they changed it, everyone's yeah. like, whoa, what that the That makes total sense. Yeah. You're drawing more in- more attention to it. Okay, I agree with you. I... <laughs> That is funny. I feel like how did no one at Disney think of that? I don't think. The, I, mean, I don't think secretly did they want that? Like I don't understand. Maybe, maybe it's one of those things like a virtue signaling thing where they're like, "See, we did this thing where we got rid of this hurtful language." So where's the woke? Yeah, right. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's here's it. Uh, yes. Okay. That's that's right. So it was on the cri- it was on the Criterion Channel, and that's where it was streaming, and people saw it, and they're like, "How do you know that?" Like about Barbara Streisand? Oh, you just hear. It. I just heard it somewhere else. So. Crazy. <laughs> well, I always a- have little knowledge like that, like random stories like that, and people will ask me all the time, like, "How'd you hear that?" And I'm like, "I normally just like fall down wormholes on YouTube, yeah. and I'll hear like uh, a crazy story, and I'm like, oh. <gasps> well, it's one of those things too, where like." Like, I I may have seen or heard somebody mention the Streisand effect, right? And then it's either what's that or I wait and, uh, I, you know, I try to figure out what it was and then now I remember. So, like, for you, like, I brought up Streisand effect. Now, whether or not you remember is up in the air, but what if you end up remembering down the line. But it's just yeah. one of those things. Like it Sorry was, to all the listeners who have to hear me, like, ask the same question because they don't remember <laughs> things that you tell me. Well, it's one of those. It's, it's funny because... We uh, we came across uh, Brittany and I saw this like I don't know I, I don't know if it was real or a TikTok where it originated from, but it was this guy like explaining some version of ADHD where like they remember like you know they somebody will remember a really specific part of a movie that they've only seen a couple times mm-hmm. and the last time they saw it was like three years ago, but they can remember that specific spot and then tell you the rest of the movie front like the whole movie front to back, but they won't remember like a conversation they had the day before. And like that was like a like a relatable thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. know. It's but anyway, it's it's one of those things where it's I don't know. It just going back and going back and basing modern thoughts and ideas off of something from then just doesn't in any context just doesn't make it unless you're like obviously there's exceptions to that, but. A, a production company or like a, a media company owning an old piece of something and then being like, I don't know, feeling the need to change it because they're worried about how it's going to make them look. That doesn't just, that doesn't make any sense. But again, it could be this, you know, 3D chess thing that's going on where they're, they're wanting to draw attention to the Criterion channel or something. And then, yeah. Well, no, that's not true. Sorry. That's not true because it, the, Apparently, viewers were the ones who noticed it. Viewers yeah. of the Criterion streaming services noticed that much of the scene had been edited out without announcement or comment. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, just that was just what it came to mind when you were talking about, you know, YouTubers and their old stuff and stuff getting, getting spun up. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, Obviously, like with this, uh, just to try to tie it back to the movie a little bit, 
like, you know, they're worried about all this stuff getting tied back to Facebook and Mark and all that stuff. But obviously, even with the movie coming out, even with like the lawsuits that really did happen, even though the settlements were un- weren't disclosed or anything, but um, obviously Facebook is, well, meta, air quotes, is doing just yeah. fine. <laughs> Triggered. Yeah, triggered. So, yeah, they're not Facebook anymore? Facebook still exists. That's the app, but it's but not. The, co- the-, the, the parent company is now meta. And it that's was Facebook. And Mark, Bo- Mark, yeah, yeah. Mark Berg, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg is the still the CEO of Meta. Yeah, I'm. I'm assuming that's what his title is. Co-founded. What is his title? I wonder what it is. His title is official. Title, founder, chairman, and chief chief executive officer. Okay. Yeah. Nutty. (laughs) Um, should we move into favorite quote? Yeah, I think so. I think we can do that. Okay. Been waiting for this moment. (laughs) I have two. Okay. So the first one is I heard it in the first like five minutes of the movie, and I was like, "Absolute slay!" It's gonna be my favorite quote. Dating you is like dating a Stairmaster. It's exhausting. It was just so good. Like, mm-hmm. such a good line. And also, that didn't hit as well as I thought it was going to. Um, anyway, <laughs> the second one is the reason I wanted to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's because I saw a TikTok of Andrew Garfield. Sorry. My Prada's at the cleaners, along with my hoodie and my fuck you flip flops, you pretentious douchebag. Mm-hmm. And I said, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Andrew Garfield angry, sign me up. And someone actually had, the, like, that was the sound, him yelling it. Mm-hmm. And then it, they had a tapestry of Andrew Garfield in that scene. Nice. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny. <laughs> And I debated, like, you know how you can make those, like, light-up signs? Like, you can put, like, you look good in, like, light-up letters on your wall Mm -hmm. and edit however you want. Like, I've seen, like, you're doing amazing, sweetie, and da-da-da. I thought about putting on there, like, to be funny, like, that quote, even though it would be really long, but it would be so specific and funny, like, Mm -hmm. on a tapestry or something. So those were mine. I just thought it was fun. Yeah. So (laughs) I had to... While we were talking earlier, I had to look it up to make sure I I got it right. But it's when they're it's when they're talking about finally suing suing him at the I think it's I think they say it at the party after the rowing thing. And he wait, sorry, talk about the Winklevoss twins and and uh, the other guy that I fucking can never Divya. remember his name. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Um. He uh, he asked him if they want to hire an IP lawyer and sue him, and he goes, "No, I want to hire the Sopranos to beat the shit out of him with a hammer." <laughs> and then one of the Winklevoss twins is like, "We don't even have to do that." And the other ones, "That's right." And then back to the other one, he goes, "We can do that ourselves. I'm six foot five, two twenty, and there's two of me." <laughs> yeah. I feel like I do remember uh, that. I, that was pretty good. So in the moment, that's the. I mean, it's that was that was good. Good job. Yeah. Proud of you. I think um, uh, 
as far as our other thing goes, our other bit, our spinoff or kill off, I think it's funny. I always use, I always do the same thing, you know, where I say another movie similar to the same kind of style. We've had so many movies like this, yeah. like in the last like 10, 15 years. Like even recently, there's some that come out. We, we haven't seen it yet, but there's the GameStop one, um, Dumb Money. We haven't seen that oh, one. Yeah. We haven't seen that one yet. Obviously, or there's the one I haven't seen it either. There's I'm behind on on some movies. So that one, there's the BlackBerry one uh, that came out that was supposedly was, was pretty good, but it was about BlackBerry. Okay, which that was Dude, probably before your time. Like the phone. Yeah. Um, I know what a BlackBerry is. But like, did did you ever have one? Not you personally, but did like your parents ever have one or anything? So I remember you know, my, mom, my mom had one, and I'm I think go- my dad had one through work. I'm Googling real quick. Um, when you met my parents, did they have cell phones? I have no idea. I'm pretty sure. I'm assuming they would have. Like, I don't know what kind of phones they would have Well, they got, but... they got into the phone game really late. So my, like, both of their first phones were smartphones. No, that's a lie. That is a fucking lie. <laughs> my dad's first phone was a smartphone. My mom had something that it it was not like the brand, like it didn't say Blackberry on it, mm-hmm. but it looked exactly like that with the tiny keys. Wow. And she had one that was black, and then we had another one that was black, but it had a bright pink case on it, and that was the home phone because oh, okay. that was when we transitioned from like having a home phone, but like you could take it with you. <laughs> Before my dad had a phone, he would. Like, if he was going somewhere, my mom would be like, take, take the pink Blackberry. Yeah. <laughs> so we called it a Blackberry, but I don't know if it's like, it was actually one. But yes, I know what it is. Sorry. Yeah. Mom, mom and dad both had one. Um, I love that. I, sorry. I love that I looked up Blackberry and like, it's like yeah. actual berries, but then the yeah. phone. <laughs> so, so that movie had come out, not this year. Um, there's a movie, I think on net. Netflix now it's either netflix or max with uh joseph gordon levitt i think that's about uber uh there's Is that the guy from 10 things i hate about you yeah okay uh yeah i think so i think he's in that right yeah he's the he's the love interest of the main girl's sister yeah 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 okay um and then um uh there's the one oh what's the other one there's another one I'm thinking of. Uh, there's the one. It's got Jared Leto and I think Anne Hathaway. Uh, oh, I got to look now. Sorry. I was going to say, I fuck I know, man. I got to look. <laughs> Can't I help you look. out there. Um, do, 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 do. We Crashed. Okay. Is the name of the movie. It's about we work. It's a... I think it was like, I think they leased out like office space for people or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Don't quote me on that. But you know, it's a mini series, I guess. But at any rate, there's there's been plenty of these like founding of like, you know, doc movies slash obviously series with that one. Yeah. And obviously there haven't been any that kind of stirred up like buzz like this one did at the time. Sure. Um, but I don't think David, anyone quite like David Fincher has been making too many of them. Like David Fincher, he's like, we brought him. I know who that is. Yeah. Brought him up before. Well, and I wonder like at the, you know how like, have you seen the blind side? Mm -hmm. 
you know, with Michael or like the real guy. I mean, there's been other stuff that's come out about this recently, but besides that, he like there. I remember seeing an article once that was like Michael Orr is sick of being associated with the Blind Side. I wonder if Mark Zuckerberg is like fuck he's, that movie. <laughs> he's, he's probably too. He's too busy to care. There's other people that are probably shitting on him about other stuff. He doesn't. Yeah. It's. it's I think he's bigger than bigger than criticism because there's just so much of it that I don't think it's. I think got people, too much money to care. Well, yeah, I think it, I, people at his like level, like even like outside of the money, just like his responsibilities that he has with the company, like anybody that big for any reason can't afford to, you know, feed into that yeah. kind of beast. I guess that's but, fair. But um, I think I think the re- the reason we brought up David Fincher before is because Fight Club's on the wheel, isn't it? Is Fight Club yes, on the it wheel? is. Yeah, I was just looking at that, yeah. and I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, so it's and it's funny because we we've done plenty of movies, we've done movies from the same people before, right? Because we've done Spielberg a couple times, right? And mm-hmm. we've done did a movie about Spielberg, right? Well, right, it was his movie too, right? But yeah, anyway, um, Wait, there's gonna be more. Aside from Fight Club, at some point there will be more David Fincher on our stuff because I do want to get to Zodiac. That's like probably in oh, my yeah, you've mentioned that's like that. in my top five movies for sure. So was the the point of this was you saying that we shouldn't we don't really have Spinner for Kill because there's been a lot of movies made similar was the whole point. Yes, of that's this, how we this got to the, yeah, that's how we got to me naming off all these other movies. Okay. Yep, yep. So we want to skip that today? Um <laughs> no, we don't have to. No, no, no. I guess I did kind of just forget to bring it back to that to to kind of finish the cap that off because okay. you didn't mention anything like i don't again i don't have well, like everything seemed relevant this movie was it was like right on two hours wasn't it yeah so it was it was clean tight yeah i mean i don't i i kind of said we could skip it because i don't really have an opinion honestly yeah. like i don't have an opinion strongly about any of them mm-hmm. sometimes i'll be like kill off this guy no character like pissed me off that much where i'm like eh or like i felt was like annoying or unnecessary. I mean, like you could pick, you could pick, pick you could cherry pick, tiny or moments. pick apart anything. Yeah. Um, but I really don't feel like you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I forgot to mention this earlier. Dakota Johnson mm-hmm. was in this movie. Yep, briefly. And uh, I thought that scene at first I was like, why? Why is this in here? Like, mm-hmm. why is this relevant? But I actually ended up really liking that scene because I thought it was interesting, like, the, he's like, you, something about, like, sleeping with the owner of blah, blah, blah. And she was like, the owner of blah, blah, blah is Sean Parker. Parker. And he's like, hi, nice to meet you. That was just so good. I Mm -hmm. loved that. Sorry, that was just the thing I remembered I wanted to say. But Mm -hmm. anyway, yeah, we can, we can move on um, and we can rediscuss our, what's currently on our wheel. Yeah, I got it over here. Okay. We got to so, get our wheel in place. Well, for the record, we're on our, we spun two of you, yeah, so, so we're on a pick week. Whole thing is to pick. I'll still go through the wheel. Yeah. I, I even came up with a good movie to add for myself, but I'll save it. Yeah, we'll save it for next time. We'll do all the ads then, because I haven't thought of anything to replace mine. Um. So, um, Social Network just came off, but... Mm-hmm. um. Carla has uh, Brave, Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh, Fight Club, 
uh, Wonder Woman and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, my God. So sorry. That was really loud. <laughs> um, for me, I have Good Time on there twice, Babylon, uh, Leon the Professional, and uh, The Fast and the Furious. I actually kind of hope that The Fast and the Furious uh, gets picked. Yeah. Did I say that last time? I don't know. I don't remember. But I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> because everything else I say about the wheel, it never it never well, goes the way I want it, it to. It doesn't matter at this point, but... Oh. Yeah, yeah we're on the off. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was... I get it. Yeah, so yeah. we're not adding anything. We're not adding anything to I'm that. sorry. No, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Okay, so what are you picking? Drum roll, please. So, <laughs> I know it was it was always going to be between two things. And you, always, you always have to do a fucking lead up. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's got to do the build up for the viewers. So it was it was going to be between two things, and then I saw one of the two things on Netflix said leaving soon. Oh, so I'm like, sorry. oh, maybe we should do that one because it's gonna be it's gonna be off. Uh, it's gonna be off soon, so we can get it out of the way. Yeah. But then I thought about it again, and with this, you know bi-weekly schedule with our episodes yeah and this episode or the next episode come not coming out for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. you know that puts it out you know however many weeks from the day we're recording this yeah it'll probably be off netflix and i don't know if it'll be on anything else so if our viewers want to go and watch it oh. it won't necessarily it won't necessarily be readily available on a common streamer okay. without renting it which one is this leon the professional i see so, what I am going to go with is Good Time. Okay. And that's, uh, it's on Showtime. I think it's an A24 movie, and uh, that's where A24 movies are housed. So, if you have Paramount Plus with Showtime, you can watch it. Um, I think it, it might be on Netflix as well, because a lot of Showtime and A24 stuff finds its way to Netflix. Good Time. And I've seen it on Netflix every once in a while. But if it's not there, for 100%, it will be on Showtime, Paramount Plus. Yeah, it says Showtime, YouTube, Primetime yeah. subscription, Hulu premium subscription. Yeah. I'll probably have to rent it. But uh, <laughs> I don't have any of that stuff, but yeah. But yeah, anyway. It says, so. I looked it up, it says, in a nutshell, gritty, anxious, and gripping. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, good time. All right, um, good time it is. I'm okay with that. Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. I've seen one clip from Good Time. If you, um, if, did we talk about this? We're getting the red paint off. Uh, I think so. The brothers getting the red paint off after they've robbed a bank or something. Yeah. Um, just, uh, I think I brought this up. I don't know if I brought it up when we were, when we were doing the pod or not for Oppenheimer, but, uh, this is, you know, it's directed by the Safety brothers. Yes. We one, talked about this. One of them is... You know, one of them was in Oppenheimer. That's right. So there's... We, I like we, that name, Safty. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So anyway. Everyone get excited for good time. I'm excited, actually. I think it'll be really good. Yeah. We'll see, hopefully. And it'll be one of those things where I've been putting it off for so long and ends and up now being really good. And it's going to open up two spots. Yeah, it is going to open up two spots. And then I have a spot. You'll have a spot to fill. To fill. Yep. Wow. So, so fun. All right. Um, with that, uh, if anybody would uh, like to leave any feedback on these wonderful podcast episodes, (laughs) uh, or if you just want to, 
you know, follow along with what we're posting when we're posting it outside of your uh, podcasting platform. Yep. Uh, follow us at Twitter at TTOL pod. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube at twist turns and one liners. Currently those are audio only episodes and they're often getting posted late um, because of my own shortcomings. You can't, <laughs> you can't schedule, you can't schedule them to go to YouTube Okay. Uh, through the, the, through the hosting site we're using. So I have to go in and manually do it and I often forget, Okay. but they do eventually make their way That's there. Right. Again, they're audio only. So really you're not missing anything out by, uh, on the YouTube page, but yeah. um, the best place to follow us, however, is on Instagram at Twist Turns and One Liners. Yeah, we love Instagram. Yep, it's uh, there. You'll get um, you'll be, the day we post. Um, we also post um, uh, we post the episode airing that day. Um, if we had a wheel spin during that episode, we'll post the wheel sp- a video of the wheel yeah. spin. Yep. And if uh, I know ahead of time what the other or the you know the other week the off week the bi week um, other episode is, also yeah. I'll sometimes post what that's going to be. Yeah. Uh, but that's not always a given. But for sure, you can find um, kind of what's coming. Yeah. On those, but um, for sure. For any other feedback, you can feel free to email us at twistturnsoneliners at gmail dot com. Uh, and feel free to rate us on whatever podcasting oh, yeah. platform you happen to be listening send, on. Send us your movie suggestions if you have any. I have a, like a still pretty good list, but I'd be curious to send something out. Right. I mean, say. right. There's plenty of stuff that we're probably just not thinking of that we are art. That's kind of trapped somewhere in the back of our mind is something that we've been yeah. meaning to watch or like know about and haven't seen. Yeah. Like one that like I feel. Um, for some reason I feel, I don't feel bad about not seeing it, but I feel like I'm, I'm breaking some sort of rule by having not seen it yet is the Princess Bride. Oh, like I, I haven't, haven't seen that either. So I think, well, maybe, maybe it'll make the Maybe wheel. it'll make its way. Maybe it'll make the wheel. Hmm. But anyway, that does it for this one. Yep. Thanks for listening. Bye.